0: on behalf of everybody's abundance, we just left the line because we want to cosign how much is all good and possible. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome to the Kathy Heller Podcast. This show is meant to be a guide for you. I want to be that mentor who can hold your hand through this journey. I know that there are so many twists and turns in navigating not only what is happening in our mind, but also understanding strategically how we want to get from where we are to where we want to go. In the show, we're going to talk not only about how we can start to become aware of what are the subconscious things that are holding us back and how we can instead choose thoughts that are actually going to propel us forward, but in addition to changing the landscape internally, we are going to talk about the strategies that actually will help you to build a profitable business, getting paid to be you, because when you have a business where you do what you love, you never really have to have that sense of work because it's a pleasure, because it's joy. And really, I want you to have the most abundant life. I want you to have the kind of life that you love waking up to every day that you don't feel like you need a vacation from. So together on this show, every single episode, I want to be your friend. I want to be your mentor. I want to show you what is it that i think has really been insightful been helpful what are the tools and strategies what are the mindset shifts that have helped me and what are the things that have helped my guests to get to where they are how can we together sort of cross this river to the most fulfilling life where we show up and we feel like we are living into our potential and having the most gorgeous beautiful experience because after all that is what we all desire we're all craving to have the most joyful, beautiful life. And I really believe that we can design that and that we can experience a life that we just absolutely love. And not only will we enjoy it, but it will be a possibility for other people. It will show other people what's there for them. And then maybe together, each one of us by being the happiest versions of ourselves and being the most fulfilled versions of ourself, we will help other people to reach for that higher branch and to find that in their own life. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to the Kathy Heller podcast. We have a great episode for you today. Before we dive in, I just want to let you know I am doing another retreat and I love doing these retreats because I get to see you in person. So if you'd like to join me, you can go to kathyheller.com slash retreat. This retreat is going to be at the end of June in Florida at a resort on the ocean and we are So very excited to welcome you there. There will be three days of meditation and all of the tools that we can pack into these three days so that you can leave there feeling how limitless your life really gets to be. If you go to kathyheller.com slash retreat, you can see all the details. The retreat is a pretty intimate size. So we Do believe it will sell out since the last few retreats have sold out. So if you'd like to come, I would encourage you to go check it out and see if that feels like a fit for you. Another fun announcement. I am now on Cameo and they asked me if I would do this a couple years ago and I hesitated. And then I thought, why not? I'd love to be able to send you personalized messages. So if that's something that you're interested in me sending you, a birthday greeting or even just a little bit of that encouragement that you might need or some perspective that you feel might help. You can go to kathyho.com slash cameo. I can send you or someone you love a personalized video message. Okay. So today on the episode, we are playing a piece of a few coaching calls that I did. The first part is a little encouragement on how to turn your signal on. How do you get into your full authenticity? How can you understand the science of being in a place where you are actually emitting a coherent vibration. It's really fascinating to explore how our brains actually work when we're in this place of alignment, because when we come from that place, we can reach a completely different destination. I think you're going to enjoy this. Take a listen. We had a whole conversation at our retreat about turning on the radio, turning on the radio. And I want to tell you one thing, you know, it's beautiful to read books that make you feel Zen. And I want you to understand something about the science. Okay. When you feel grumpy or you don't feel great, if I looked at your brain waves, they're uh, all over the place. Okay. When you feel higher states of being, your brain waves are literally coherent, they start to move into a coherent pattern. They're not like all over the place, like a frenetic, chaotic dance. When you start to have this coherence because you're feeling free of stress hormone, when you're feeling good, you're feeling grateful, you're feeling wonder, you're feeling awe, you're feeling surrender, you're feeling that lightness of being and your brain goes into coherence then of course, that's when you get the intuition because you can actually hear clearly. And of course, that's when you get the creative like vision because your brain is actually coherent enough that it can allow there to be a clear message. And so that's exactly why on a scientific level, we are holding ourselves apart from manifesting because you can't be creative when your brain is in an incoherent state and that's why it doesn't feel good. Your brain is literally like if you were to see your brain waves, you would just be like, wow, you know? And then if you watch what happens when you start to feel that you are more the witness to what's going on, you start to create some space, you start to get some peace, you start to feel into energy more than into your thoughts, you start to feel that wholeness you will get the download because you'll actually have the space to hear it and see it. And so it's amazing how fast it works. Like you give me 90 minutes of feeling good. I'll give you six weeks of manifesting. Like give me like 30 minutes where you can drop in in the morning. You have a totally different day, totally different day, which leads to a totally different destination by the end of the week. So we've got to remember that. Your brain's got to get clear. Otherwise, it just, it can't take anything in. Pauline, is there anything you want to add to any of this?
1: Oh, it's just such a powerful reminder because we know, like we know, wake up every morning and make it a priority to create that stillness in that space. And yet, if you guys are honest, like be honest, how many of you actually did that today? And there's no judgment. There really isn't. And that's okay. There'll be stuff that doesn't mean that if we do this in the morning, like the day is just like some like golden carpet ride all the time. Right. It just means that we're more tethered so that when things do come up, we just have a more grounded space that we're operating from to even have that awareness that like, Ooh, I'm noticing I'm in this space. Like that alone is a helpful part of that process. So it really is magical. And I think the big part is remembering sometimes we want to look for the evidence, right? We go, but every morning I get up and do this. So why hasn't this thing happened yet? Or every morning I'm working on these things and it's, we're not doing these things for an outcome. I can't emphasize this enough. I always remember like young Pueblo who was on your podcast and he talked about that like so powerfully Mm -hmm. that he's like, he's not meditation for a purpose. It's not for a reason like to get something or to get somewhere, he's doing it. Like we're talking about what feels so freaking good is that feeling of connection, is that feeling of space, is that remembrance of the wholeness. And that really is the thing. And we almost knock ourselves out of that by then going and looking and seeking for where's the 3D reflection of like the things that are supposed to come because I'm doing this coherence. And it's like, no, it's just the coherence. It's literally about the coherence. And the more you can really allow that, and prioritize that, and not be looking at reality that is, because that's what happens, we then go out and we look at the reality that is, and we're like, well, it's just all not here, right, and you're creating again, and activating again, the energy of what is, so these moments of coming home to ourselves aren't there, because they're supposed to do something for us, other than allow us to come back into that feeling, that resonance, that calmness, that More calibrated, like even state.
0: Yeah. And let me also just add that everything that you can look for evidence of in your life and say, but look here, but look here, but look here, you have been creating from the past. You've been creating from this known artifact of all the projection of all the ways that you sort of co create relationship, co create opportunity, resist, right? Like if the thousands of thoughts in your mind are like soldiers and they're all working against you because they don't feel safe allowing something into your sphere just realize that unconsciously you've been running this unconscious program. And so much of the momentum was created in alignment with how much you felt you could allow in and how much you created right from that space. And so it doesn't serve you to look at things you created from the past. You know, you wouldn't look at Something you made, you know, artwork you made years ago and judge yourself around that because it's, you know, something that you created from a different point of alignment. I mean, you can, you can change how much reception you have hour to hour, right? And so it's not really that, there's nothing really juicy about it. But what we know is that it's all this energetic frequency. And so if you change that and you just allow yourself to find You're no longer externalizing where your happiness comes from, you know, then, then that is the result that you wanted. That is the result you want. The result you're wanting, you want to have this achievement because there's a feeling you attach to it. There's a sponsored feeling of expansion there. The reason you want to have more of that money, a better relationship, more quality time with your kids is you're hoping for a fuller feeling of connection And feeling of that wholeness and that person you deeply know that you came here to be. So you indeed get the result because that is the result of unhooking from an externalized source of your well-being and finding the well-being and generating it by your own energetic state. That is authentic power. That is the result. That is the result that you want. And when you then have it, you're not focused on why it doesn't come from the external because you have it. And then the more that you have it, the more that a million things that are way beyond what this artifact in your mind told you you needed to have it, other things come because you actually have it and you're done. You're there. It is. That is the result is a lightness of being that makes you feel full from within the external feeling that, I mean, the internal feeling of utilizing your own connection, your own energy, turning it on, knowing that it's inside of you, you're clean. Now you don't need to externalize it. And so often we not only externalize our happiness, needing to come in the 3d in different ways so that we can then feel full and expansion, but we also externalize our permission to be pissed. We're like, I'd be fine, but my external representation of sadness is in what my husband did this morning or what's happening in the stock market. And it's like, that's a beautiful excuse for us to give ourselves permission to feel like because we love feeling bad so much. It is an addiction. It's like, let's come clean. Like we love feeling like this crappy thing. We're addicted to it. We're emotionally addicted to it. So we'll just be like, I'm actually good it's this person's misalignment that knocks me out. It's like, no, you just wanted to externalize a source of permission for you to be bumped out. It's all the same. Once you get your authentic full power and it's like, how much can I drop the program and realize I'm not in the world, the world's within me. Like it's all this juice, this infinite endless stream boy, does that feel good. I'm already connected. I don't need anything else. The abundance, the feeling of wholeness from that place, the amount of magnetism from that place, the amount of high vibration, that is the result. And from there, a zillion things, a zillion rockets get launched and a zillion seeds get planted. And then they just start sprouting and you go, Ooh, didn't expect that one. And that is the best feeling. It's the creation That feels like it's something from nothing. And that's how it is, right? Dropping the story, dropping it all. All right. Well, I hope that that opened your eyes to something that felt good and new and reminded you of something that you maybe needed to hear. And now I want to share a little conversation I had with Leanne, who's been in my programs and she's had a lot of success, but she realized it's not what she actually wanted to be doing. So she felt like she was heading back to square one and she was wondering what, would be the next step that she should take. But there's an underlying question that addresses something bigger and that's what we're going to talk about. I hope that you find some value in this. Let's dive in.
2: Hi, Leanne. Leanne, how are you? Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, Heart's been beating since I put my hand up. Sorry, let me just calm myself down. No, you're doing great. It is scary. It's like, (laughs) I'm (laughs) going to speak out loud
0: and say things that are vulnerable.
2: Yeah, I think speaking up is my hardest thing that I'm like, I know my why I've been really working on my, my meditation. I've been journaling on, you know, what I'm grateful for. And I know kind of the message I want to put out to the world. And I've been through me to do this. And what happened during me to do this is I got a phone call and I opened up a business and I, I actually ended up starting a company because of Made to Do This, which was amazing. And I, I ended up my first client's a billionaire. And it's been really amazing. I know, I'm an interior designer, and I got a phone call during Made to Do This. And I just said yes. So it's been really amazing. And I've made a lot of money. But the problem is, is that's really consumed me. I still have a full time day job that I'm good at. So my phone rings. And the more that I do this, the more my phone rings, and the more I've really been able to dial down the kind of clients I want to work in that business. But the problem is, is neither one of those things are what I really want to do. What I want to do is an online course where I teach people how to do what I've been doing for years. And I just don't know. I've taken two weeks off. This is the first day of my two weeks off, which is so ironic because I did this the first two weeks of May to do this last summer. So I actually made enough money to pay for my roof and do all the things that I was really dreaming of doing. But now I want to do the thing that I've been dreaming about, you know, talking on stages and the podcast and, And I just don't know if I have two weeks, where should I put most of my energy? Because I know the rule right now is I need to build the audience. I kind of took a step back from the social media and everything because my client was so amazing. I just don't know. I feel like I've got all the knowledge and it's all clicked into place and I just need to know what to do first, because now I like I don't know if I should go back and re look at the program and, and take the steps through again. Should I try just doing the Instagram and the mailing list and start announcing that my podcast is coming? Do I do the blog that's in my head? I started writing books like I feel like I'm and I need to draw in just so I'm like zooming down the road so that the next step is as amazing as the first step was, which yeah. So that's my question.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So that seems like your question, but it's really not your question. So your question really is, how do I stop holding myself apart from being in the resonance of what's really here? How do I stop holding myself apart from being in alignment? You just want to be fully in alignment. And what's amazing is that there's so much potency to your capacity and your talent that you even from standing in a place where you're mostly holding yourself apart from your alignment you will still get opportunity because it's like a tinkerbell inside of a jar and it's like whoa it's still so bright like even inside of a with a lid on it people can feel it and the resonance is still coming through so they like they come and like interact with you there so you want to be fully unleashed from this lid. That's all. So that's the question is how do you just set down this resistance, which it's such a thin veil that it's hard to see, but it's very thick. It's very heavy. It kind of like zaps your flying power because you, you, know, you said, all I really want to do is just like do this online course. It's like, it's so much bigger than an online course. Mm. Colleen? What are you thinking right now?
1: Yeah, it's how much you have attracted and been a match for and allowed in, like Kathy's saying, even without your full alignment is so extraordinary. And so it literally feels like, you know, there's like this overflow, like coming out the pot, the top of the pot. And it's like, we just need to take like the lid off and just allow you to come forward. And anytime any of us say, I don't know what my next step is. I don't know what to do next. I don't know how to figure it out. We're in an efforting space. We're in like our ego self. We're in our grounded 3D reality self. It just simply means we've lost the connection with our alignment because it sounds crazy, but it's like you don't have to figure it out. When we're in alignment, the opportunities come, the synchronicities come, the impulses or ideas or randomness in the shower or while you're driving or whatever it happens to be come to us. And we're like, oh my God, this thing here just feels really good. And we can feel that it feels good because we've created this space for ourselves to be in that alignment. And so the question really is in these next two weeks is how much can you let yourself play? How much can you let yourself have fun? How much can you let yourself just freaking enjoy versus going, oh my God, I only have two weeks. And so I need to like tick off like a million things on like my list and make sure that I can productively show like I've done all of this. You will be so much more powerful in any action you take when that action comes from a place of alignment. And that really is the work. And it sounds to our ego self, like, yeah, so that won't work, or that's not going to get me where I want to get. And it literally feels like that. But when we surrender to it and we give ourselves that spaciousness, that's when the magic comes. So let's talk about alignment for a second. What does that
0: mean? What is alignment? How do you know when you're in it and what the hell is it? And it's a really nice catchphrase, but what is it and how do we feel our way into it? So- Instead of looking at the world the way most people look at it, which is false, like straight up, it is a trip how people literally see the world. And it's not true. We went yesterday, it was really cool. We went to this VR place. We were meeting up with friends and they were like, oh, let's do VR. And I was like, I've actually never done it. Like, I know it exists. So we all went in as a family. And it was really cool. And I loved it. And of course I had like 15 spiritual messages by the end of it. It was amazing. And I was like, whoa, it's so cool because when you're in that space, it really feels as real as, it really feels as real as your life. It's amazing. It's so cool. And my daughter was next to me. So she was an avatar. So I saw her in the VR and I like loved her, even though she looked like this little like dragon, I like knew it was her, the way she shook her hand at me. And I was like in love with her. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like, but it was like, if I didn't know that I was standing in a room, I would come out of there and say to my friends, you won't believe if you go through there, there's this world with these waterfalls and there's like, it was totally real. So most people are all the time putting on their own VR headset and reality is what they'll tell you it is. And it's wrong. It's like, it's limited. I'm this, I'm that, but I'm not this. The world is this and it's broken and people don't show up and they don't follow through and I'll get rejected. It's like unbelievable and it's all bullshit. It's all made up and it's, but it's like, it feels as real as day. So what is alignment, okay? Alignment is a great analogy. I literally just thought of this. I mean, I've said this in kind of similar ways, but I just thought of it as we're sitting here. A better way to look at reality that would be more real than the way we see it is as if the world is an orchestra literally an orchestra and everyone is an instrument and you can tell when an instrument is in tune and when it's out like that. You don't even need to be a musician. I won't say a lot of details, but recently we had an experience and Colleen was like, I don't know that much about music, but were those two things in tune? Remember Colleen? You're like, that made me feel sick, like literally sick. And you don't have to be an expert in musicology to be like, I don't think she sings on key. Or I think when this person came in to sing harmony, it wasn't a match. Like it wasn't harmony supposed to be like a third or a seventh. It was like a fourth and like a ninth. Like it, it didn't work, right? There's no such thing as a ninth, but you get the point. So the question, the only effing question is if you were an instrument, which you are, literally an instrument that emits a vibration into a field that literally is all emitting vibrations, right? Like that we are literally an orchestra that is probably the best way to look at this world is resonance vibration. Cause that is what we do. We emit a vibe just like a thing that creates sound in an orchestra. So the question is, are you in tune? And when you're in tune, you know, it And then it's harmony. And all of a sudden, anything else that's in tune, you will literally bump into. And when you're in tune, the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. And so you start hearing a song. Like sometimes, I mean, I used to do this all the time. I'd show up in the studio and maybe just the bass player would be there. And I realized, I used to think actually when I was first recording music, like, who needs a bass player? It's such a boring note. Like, it's like weird. Oh, but when the guitar player comes and the drummer comes, that bass is fire. Like most of the time now, if I showed you a song and you love it, I'll go, it's the bass line. You love the freaking bass line, okay? And if you take out the bass player and now you just have the drummer and the guitar, you go, this song is cool, but it ain't got no, mm, right? But the bass without the guitar and the drums... It's like weird. There's like not much there, right? It's so, just so interesting, but the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. So when you're in harmony, next thing, you know, all these things pop into your awareness. You bump into things in your life and then you get a download and you go, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm making. This is where I'm headed. And this is my next move. And it's so obvious because the song starts to play, but when you're out of alignment, there's nothing in harmony. You're not vibrating with anything else. There's no resonance. You don't have an answer key. Like you're just like, eh, eh. The notes just, they kind of just like come back to you with reverb that doesn't sound great. You don't know where to go. You're not connecting with anything else. You're not plugging into the field of everything around you. So the question is, what are you doing every single day to be in harmony, to be in tune so that you are lit up and there's no static there's no fear there's no uh I'm trying to hold on I'm trying to control it cuz when you're in that place you're in the 3D you're more matter at that point than energy so you're not going to make a sound you're going to be off key and so it's like you need to get into vibrational harmony and that comes from Feeling these higher, better, elevated states of being. And when we start to let ourselves move up in residence, we feel joy, we feel excited, we feel and, and and we we actually don't need anything to happen to feel that way, but we think we do. So we wait and then we wait again and then we wait again and we go, but nothing's happening in my environment to make me feel inspired. I didn't meet the guy or I met the guy, but my marriage is stale or I didn't get a new promotion. And I'll show you the evidence of how it's not happening. And I'll say, but that's not how it happens, right? Cause you are the universe. You are the beginning, the middle and the end. And so you are in an echo chamber. So if you're not hearing an echo, you just won't hear one. It won't matter. Even when something happened, it's because you were an echo for it. You let your wall down for a second and something came in. So it was you all along, right? Nobody can hold a candle. In my own experience of my reality, where am I? Right. So we all get knocked out of alignment. We all get knocked into this place of dissonance and it doesn't feel good. And we get scared. And the how feels really far away. But when we're in alignment, it's like, it's just so obvious. It's such an easy whisper. Next step seems so simple. It just feels exciting. And we just move. And then the ego comes along and is like, "Uh," it's like scary, but you're just so powerful at that moment that you're able to say, you're cool. It's okay. Come along for the ride. I got you. You'll hang with me. And then the more you practice that, you memorize it. The ego shrinks, you get more courageous and uh, it's just easier because you see evidence that that works. And so you trust it more and your ego starts to even go, oh my God, this really does work. And so you just trust it and trust it. And then your ego will find some other bigger mountain to hide out on. And then it'll show up with whoosh, like this bigger mountain and they'll try to take you down to the knees, but then you'll figure that one out too.
2: Thank you.
0: So you're brilliant and you are a match for billions and your ego doesn't really know what to do with that. But when we talk about it and when you feel it coming from me and you know, it's coming from me from just like, what is like, I'm not talking about this. I'm living this so you can feel it. And now we're in harmony. So you just came back online and I can see it and your nervous system can calm down. So what do you now know that you didn't know five minutes ago? Tell me what's coming through.
2: I was meditating the other day and I went to a beach and and my childhood self was there. And it's like actually the first time that I've really accomplished that. We've done this in some of the recordings, but this one was on my own and and I went there. and, And what my childhood self said to myself is that she wanted to play. So it's funny because what you're talking about right now, I think, is the baseline in my orchestra that I'm missing is I'm doing and I'm doing and I'm doing and I'm forgetting The part where I stopped doing and I let myself off because I have been working like two jobs for like, a you know, since October for working for this guy and stuff. So it it like actually all makes sense. So I think it's funny because I've never raised my hand because I always thought I knew exactly what you were going to say and I knew what I needed to do. But it's funny because I said I was going to raise my hand today and I was going to talk to you. (laughs) and Look how we can create things that we believe we're going to create. And I do believe there's this billionaire thing and I don't need a billion dollars, but I do believe in my resonance for money. And I think you're right that there's something just holding me back. So I think maybe these next two weeks, I need to do a lot less than I thought I needed to do. So yes. And I just
0: want to correct one thing that you just said, you do need a billion dollars. You need a trillion dollars. You need an infinite. Because you are the infinite. The you that says, I don't need it, is the part of you that never has it anyway. It's your ego. You're never going to have even $100. You don't have it. You're a conductor of it. And Mm -hmm. us as the one ocean, which we are, that's the other thing the ego does. That's all a joke. There's just one energy field. It's not separate. And some of us just didn't study physics. Like we just don't get it. So we're locked in the ego. What a bummer. But the one you, the proverbial you, it needs an infinite amount of energy because it, it it's broken when it puts constriction on it. Imagine having, we've all had this experience. You only buy a certain amount of computer memory. It sucks. You have to get a new computer. It looks all fancy. You take it out of the box. And then you're just like, well, here's where it stops. That's a just a weird thing, right? Or you have a data plan, and then you get a message 13 days into the month, you've used it all. It's like, oh, that just doesn't work at all. Like I'm gonna need to just like have an infinite amount. The only thing that works is the infinite amount. Everything else, it doesn't work. You can't have a redwood forest and put a cap on. I said to the um, vet because our little kitten. He has a cold and, and she didn't understand the question I was asking. I was saying, how much is a healthy amount for a kitten to drink? Cause I want to keep my eyes on how much he drinks, but she thought I was asking how much water should I put out for him every day? And she said, no, you don't put a cap on how much you put out. Just have an endless amount of water for him. Like you can get one of these fountains that's just always running. You never want to decide how much water. You I go, no, 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 I'm asking. I go, it's okay. It's fine. What well, she didn't understand. I wanted to just know like what would be ideal for him to drink. And she was answering, don't put a cap on it. Give him as much access to water as possible. We would never decide how much water. Just let him have it. And I was like, okay. But it's a beautiful thing. It's like You don't put a cap on how much access to oxygen somebody should have. It should be infinite. So stop saying that. I don't need a billion dollars because you do. Your ego doesn't need a billion dollars and your ego never will have any money because it's made up and it feels like it's separate from the world. And that's a big, weird illusion. But us as a beautiful, spinning, geometric pattern, which is the whole universe, we just need an infinite flow of energy. And quite literally, the more you, you, us, we have, it's only a we, there's really not a you and a me. The more we have trillions of dollars, you know, the more this is going to flow. Wouldn't it be nice if there was a balance of masculine and feminine energy in the world since it's how it was designed to be? So wouldn't it be nice if women pumped through our vortex trillions of dollars and we could level things out and bring some equilibrium and really match the masculine with the feminine, which is how it's supposed to be. And boy, is it synergistic and frickin' hot when masculine and feminine have a polarity, but we don't live in that world right now. We live in a masculine world and there's just a tiny bit of feminine. And even the feminine feels as though it's supposed to be masculine. So we've got a problem it's not so sexy it's not so aligned it's not supposed to be that way right we need earth and water air and sea right we need a balance so i think women should start saying yeah bring on trillions we definitely need the universe to be in alignment and it's not does that make sense
2: yeah very much so i think honestly i really believe it too i just think everybody around me laughs when i talk about millions let alone billions but It's just, it's the number that I see. I I do. Ironically, I have two billionaire clients right now at the same time. I don't live in a community that has a lot of billionaires either. I live in Canada, Alberta.
0: (laughs) Well, isn't that interesting? Fancy Vancouver. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? And, you know, we talked about this with Alex, you know, about leaving the line, you know, everyone around me laughs at millions. Like, "Hmm. okay, well- only because there's a part of you that's still a match for that. There's a part of you that's still laughing at that and it's loud and it makes no sense. It's nonsensical. It doesn't make any sense. You know, it'd be so weird if I sat down, which I will at some point, but she won't say this. But if I interviewed Beyonce and she was like, if I hit 12 million, I'm going to drop this whole music thing. Because it's, it's gross at that point and nobody needs $13 million. It'd be like, what are you talking about? There should be no money. It should be all money. It should be everything is nothing because everything is nothing because it's all a field and you should just be a portal for it and get over yourself. What are you taught? Why are you in the way? What are you doing? Move on, right? Make a zillion. I don't care what number it is. Just be in flow. Just be in flow, right? She's not going to have a thing about $10 million. It's not going to come up. She's probably not going to have a thing about a hundred billion. It's not going to come up for her. Cause she's just, she's just on the current. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. That's all just material stuff. That's going to get in the way. She just needs to be available to write the next freaking song. That's it. And she can't take any of it with her. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, she can pump billions through and just do what she does with it and raise all these women to feel that vibration. When they leave her concert, they all feel like a queen in their own life great. Turn on their headlights. Meanwhile, none of it's taken to the next world. She doesn't need money in heaven. So make as much as you want and just keep pouring it back into this world. They need it. You know, who's she making it for? So there's just a part of you that's co-signing that and you don't have to do that anymore. It's just like really old. This is like video game screen one, you know, and then you go, oh, there's so many cooler more interesting, stimulating parts of the video game. But this part I can just like say goodbye to. So it's time to just stop feeling shame around being the bird that doesn't fly with the pack. That's all. I got an DM. I'm with my kids yesterday and we're coming out of the VR and I go to we go to wash our hands and I check my phone. I get this DM message from this person who's like an astrologer. And she's like, I've been following you for a long time. And I think I might be overstepping, but I just want to send you this message that you have a huge mission in the world and you have people in your family who are stuck and jealous. And if you can set down the shame of just doing your thing, it'll unblock you. And I was like, oh, what the hell? Like, it was just like, whoa, you know? And then I was talking to Sonnet Saying at our retreat, who's like a friend of mine. And we had a similar conversation. I was like, that's so interesting. Like, I wonder if that's a theme for people, like leaving the line, because sometimes there might be people online with you who have their own opinions about their life and about you and what's too much and where you should shrink. And what if on behalf of everyone, we just
2: left the line,
0: like on behalf of everyone. On behalf of everybody's abundance, because we want to cosign how much is all good and possible and not create more restriction and static in the world. So you're you're good, like you're really good, and you're very powerful. And now it's just like, okay, when I'm talking, by the way, and you're resonating now, is it an online course? It still might be. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just curious. I'm just checking the
2: barometer it's inspiring people to take control of their lives and know that they have the power to change it. Like it's through design and there's an online course that kind of goes with that. But really that's just where I think the pay button is going to be. What I really feel like is there's so many women that I know that have their wings clipped and we're being held back. And especially in my industry, people question whether they should pay you for your intellectual integrity. and, And I really have figured out like to like, size up you know to charge up and like I've really been working on who I want as a client and just narrowing it down and it's like the universe has been answering and I I don't want to be in service of people anymore where I my phone rings and I have to drive to them but I want to be in service to people in a way that I can teach them what I've learned and everything that I've learned here so I don't know if it's an online course or if if it's a podcast or if it's a blog that that's actually like I get all like I'm in the shower and I've got all of these hits and I've got notes on my phone and I've got journals filled it's just like which one is it and maybe that is where I do need to play and just like sometimes I think like maybe I want to write music because I sing all of the time I've never written a song in my life like I just have every like it's like I see myself talking on stages and I've I just I have all of these visions but it like you say it's big and I I still don't know what that first like that I did the Instagram thing Mm -hmm. last year to start but I wanted to really narrow down what I was saying I didn't want to do it just to put pictures out there I wanted to really be like yes this is and so that's where I'm still like where do I want to be present and show up, and and I'm I'm a backseater. Like I don't like to raise my hand and I don't show up. I like to make jokes at the back of the party. You know, I didn't have a wedding; I eloped. So that's the one thing that I need to step into is to stand in the front. I have no problem speaking in front of crowds. I just I'm the odd bird. Like you hit a nail on the hammer. I'm the black sheep in my family. I've never fit into a peg hole ever. So I think that my next step is just being aware and taking that next step bravely, maybe.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, you laid it out and you were like, I think that there's so many women who have their wings clipped and then you go into like, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And and it's like, when a bird doesn't have its wings clipped, it doesn't, it just take off every day and keep taking off and then realizes, Ooh, there's this beautiful wildflower patch over here. And oh my gosh, there's a stream over here. And oh my gosh, there's great worms over here. But like, it's because it just goes, right? It's not overthinking before I leave the branch, where am I going? Right? It's like, I'm gonna go. And so it's like starting with that, telling that story, going on and saying, this is who I've always been. This is where I'm at. And this is what I want to bring us all. And then what comes up, Maybe you do something with design. Maybe you do something with this and you just get in the flow of trying it and putting it in the world and seeing how it goes and making one batch of it and two batches of it and then changing the recipe and doing it this way. And it just starts to be so easy because the ego is the only one worried about the ROI on your time over trying it. The ego is the only one worrying about what will people perceive if I try three different things first you're not worried about that. That's the fun part. It's being in the lab. It's trying things. It's adding different colors together. It's seeing what sticks and mixing this in and seeing how fun that is and seeing how people respond. It's being willing to be in the discovery of it. And you keep figuring it out as you go. And all you get is the next clue. It's like being on a scavenger hunt. Every time Colleen and I finish an event, before we go into the event, I say something like, I wonder what we're going to do four weeks after that. And she goes, you'll know after the event. And so then after the event, I go, okay, we're going to go do this. And that's all I got. It's like an improv game where they're like, okay, put two people on the stage and just tell them where they are and what their relationship is to each other. Oh, you're on the beach and your mother and son. Great. Go. It's like, that's all you get. That's what's fun about it. That's all you get. And then you go, my next thing is this. And so I'm all like excited. So just do the next thing. Just do your next thing. What's your next move? And guess what? The only way you're going to hear this music is when you're in harmony. So you got to get out of the static. That's your job every single day. Whether you meditate, you pray, you go for a run, you put on a playlist, you dance it out. You've got to move into a higher state of mind so that creativity turns on. We are not creative in doubt, shame, static. We are just not creative. You cannot create from that place. And we are put in this world to be creators. We are put in this world to move things, to play with things, to make something from nothing, make something from nothing. Make... That's why we're here. So we can't do that in static. There's no magnet. There's no creativity. We play, as Gay Hendrix would say, in our zone of excellence, in our zone of competence. In those two places, we have certainty. In those two places, we know the how. And in those two places, there is zero creativity because creativity is spontaneity. Creativity is something from nothing. So if you're in your zone of competence and you're in your zone of excellence and you're not knowing what's next, it's because you're not feeling into high enough vibrations that you can get a download of something that's unknown, that just came out of nowhere, that is something from nothing. And from something from nothing, you will get the next clue and you will create something amazing. Does everybody understand that? And that's why when I was a songwriter and then I started you know, helping people build their own empires, I was like, Oh. This is why I'm qualified to do this because I'm a creative being a creative at heart, starting with the process of creativity and having come out of a studio hundreds of times with something, having gone in there with nothing, you know, how it goes. You cannot control it. And you would, every time I would walk, you know, on, on my way there, I'd be like, you should just cancel it. This is the stupidest thing. Nothing's going to come out of your mouth. You won't have a melody. You won't have words. You are going to make a fool of yourself. Why would you have booked the studio? What a waste of your time. What a waste of your money. What a waste of the band's time. This is so stupid. And then it'd be like, oh, that was amazing. What a gift. And it's a roller coaster, and you're on the ride. And it's so much fun. So we need to be setting ourselves up to be creative, and you can't be creative in a low state. And that's why most of the creative people I know are just the most fun people to hang out with because you have to be in a high vibe to get the download. You have to be beyond the narrow aperture or else it's not coming. Right. So I think this was an amazing call. I appreciate you so much. I hope you got a lot out of this conversation today. I love that we get to share these and I want to say a huge thank you to Leanne for letting us share that clip with you. You can follow her on Instagram at Leanne Walters Design. Leanne is spelled L-E-E-A-N-N-E and her podcast is called Design Ease. Here are the takeaways from today's episode. Number one, when you start to have coherence, when you're feeling good, you're feeling grateful, you're feeling wonder, you're feeling awe, you're feeling surrender, you're feeling that lightness of being, of course, that's when you get the creative vision. Number two, unhook from the external source of your well-being and generate it by your own energetic state. That is authentic power. That is the result that you want. From there, a zillion seeds get planted and then they start sprouting. Number three, you don't have to figure it out. When you're in alignment, the opportunities, the impulses, the ideas, and synchronicities come to you. Number four, the world is like an orchestra. You are literally an instrument that emits a vibration into a field. It's all resonance. This is what we all do. Number five, you don't need a billion dollars. You don't need a trillion dollars. You need an infinite amount because you are infinite. The one that you are, the proverbial you, it actually is the infinite amount of energy. The only thing that works is actually an infinite amount Number six, it's time to stop feeling shame around being the bird that doesn't fly with the pack. What if on behalf of everyone's abundance, you left the line, you can co-sign how much is all good and how much is possible. Number seven, the only way you're going to hear this music is when you're in harmony. Your job every single day is to get out of the static. You've got to move into a higher state of mind so that creativity turns on. Number eight, the fun part is being in the lab. It's trying things. It's adding different colors together. It's seeing what sticks and seeing how people respond. It's being willing to be in discovery of it. You keep figuring out as you go and all you get is the next clue. It's the greatest scavenger hunt ever. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. I'm sure that you have a zillion things going on and it means so much to me that you're here because I get to connect with you and I get to do the show and I'm not just recording this show for the heck of it. I feel like we're having this incredible movement of people and ideas and I see you guys like bringing so much of your own life force and talent into the world. And it means so much to me. We have so many good episodes coming up. So please make sure that you are subscribed on Apple podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening. And if you're getting something out of the show, please leave us a review because it doesn't cost a thing to leave a review and it helps us so much. And if there's somebody, you know, who would appreciate this, then please go ahead and text them the link or you could share it on your Instagram if you want. And last thing is we're doing the pre-sale right now of my retreat, as I mentioned earlier, and the pre-sale means that you get a little discount. And because this retreat has sold out every time we've done it, and it is an intimate amount of space, if you'd like to get in on it, I urge you to go to kathyheller.com slash retreat and book this time for you. Make this time for yourself to take a retreat from your life so that you can actually co-create and design what it is that you want your days to look like. It's so powerful when we actually stop and we become conscious and we start to open up to all of our true creative resource, how much of a life we can build for ourselves and our families and the people we love. So you can go to kathyhaar.com slash retreat if you want to reserve your spot. I love you so much. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I hope you do have a beautiful weekend.